Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The radio home of the Buffalo Sabres. From our flagship station in Buffalo, this is the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. Here's your host, Brian Cozio. A 5-2 Buffalo victory over the Philadelphia Flyers. That's what we're talking about here on the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for being with us. We want to thank Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray for their play-by-play. As the Sabres, despite being outshot, get ready, 40-15 to <laughs> win. And win by three. 5-2 to two the final. All three goals in the third period coming from the Sabres. They only had four shots in the third. Three of them went in. Power, Thompson, and Benbyro into the empty net. Uh, and the Sabres pick up a victory. On a night where I feel like I could say, well, they didn't really play their best other than the first 20 minutes. Uh, But then I want to give them credit for winning when they didn't play their best. And they needed a good, good, maybe slash great performance from their goaltender. And they got it. And Lukanen was very good for the second straight game. Both of the goals against were total tips and deflections. The first one... I mean, the Sabres are the ones that put it into the net. Yoki Haru deflects a pass from Farabee, and it goes in. And then the second goal toward the end of the first period is kind of a give-and-go tip. Sandheim sets up Atkinson's that, uh, again, you know, a deflection. Other than that, everything else that wasn't deflected, he stopped. And the Sabres defensively, obviously at times, led up some glorious opportunities for the Flyers, uh, but Lukanen comes up big. So, um, those These are games maybe that the Sabres haven't won in the past where you say, well, they don't have their best. Can their goalie save them for a night? Because we see it against Buffalo a lot. And tonight, Lukanen was very good for the Sabres. Makes 38 saves in the victory. And uh, now I'm, you know, Lukanen and Levi probably will split the weekend. Could probably debate the order here and just, you know, a little later on in the postgame. But, um, we're going to go to the room first. Brandon Byro up first with Paul Hamilton. Well, Brandon, when last we spoke, you had one goal. Now you have two goals in the NHL. Just talk about the win itself and how you guys were able to get it. Uh, definitely was a little bit sloppy. It wasn't our best game, but uh, it's tough to get two points in this league. So uh, anytime you can get a win, you know, you're going to take it. And you know, we get these guys again Friday, so uh, we'll be a lot better. Did you guys as a team maybe stop skating a little bit in the second period? And in the third period when you got the lead, that was a rush where you guys did get up ice quickly. Yeah, I just think, I don't know, for whatever reason, we just didn't have our legs today or just weren't able to make the plays that you know we're usually able to make. So I'm not sure exactly what it, what it was, but uh, you know, we have to be better if, if we're going to want to keep winning games. So 
we'll, we'll be better Friday. Has it sunk in that uh, you in your second NHL game you got your got two NHL goals? Uh, not yet, but uh, no, it's it's pretty cool. Obviously, it's been a long road to get here, so um, you know to finally get one um, after a long time. I know I haven't played a game in almost two years, so uh, it's definitely a bit of grind to get here and just uh, a little weight off the shoulders. What was it like to have to play? I mean, it was a grind right in front of the net with the guy on you and the goalie down. Just tell me, take me through it. Uh, Tomer made a great play. Uh, I kind of saw him shoulder check and. Knew he was going to give it to me. We made a little eye contact out there, so um, I just tried to find a little bit of a soft spot in front of the net, and I think the puck might have hit their goalie stick and kind of popped to the weak side, and I was able to, to be first on it. Brandon Bio, and I'm not even going to throw it back to you, Brian. I'm going to move over here to Owen Power while we have a shot. Well, Owen, uh, when, when you look at the overall game, it wasn't the best game the Sabres were capable of playing, but you found a way, and that was, uh, I guess, the most important thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, they don't ask uh, how, they ask how many. So um, it's obviously not our, our best win, but um, you take them when you can in this league, so um, can't complain about it. How about the, the in the third period? I thought in the second period you guys weren't skating as well, and it just, I don't know if maybe it was what Philadelphia was doing or maybe you guys weren't moving your legs, but on the rush to get the go-ahead goal, it just seemed like you guys were moving and you were skating, and it looked more like the first period there. Did what? What happened in the second? Did you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they probably did a good job, and um, I think we were a little sloppy with the puck. So um, I think when that happens, they slow you down quite a bit, and you can't really get into a rhythm. So um, I think that was the biggest thing. I don't think it's saying that we're not skating. I think it's just it was a little sloppy with puck management, and um, they did a good job of, of slowing us down. Saw a little seam there on the goal. He had a little open space for Tage to make the drop pass. Uh, yeah, I mean, he obviously, I was coming in late and he just kind of dropped it and um, had quite a bit of time to just walk in and, and shoot it. So um, I was lucky enough to win in. You know, you get your first one last year in the overtime game, right? And the first one this year, I mean, to get the first one and have it be so important, how good does that feel? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's nice uh, getting a little earlier than last year. So. Um, I mean, now you don't really got to worry about it. And you just go go play, and um, they, they seem like they're easy to come by when, when you get your first one out of the way. You know, UPL had to deal with that fluke goal in the first minute, but how big was he, especially you know, the 2 on 0 in the third period? Uh, I mean, he was awesome all game. I think you look at the shots, and it was almost 40 to 15. So um, he obviously stood stood tall back there for us and um, was a huge, huge reason for, for us coming out with a win. Owen Power in the post game, Brian, and see if we can get Uko Pekka Lukin in here. He's just finished uh, getting his stuff off. Just trying to get his sweatshirt on here, and he'll be ready. <laughs> Twenty shots in the third, thirty-eight saves in the game. So, pretty impressive stuff from him. Well, Uko, uh, you, you take a look at that hockey game. Uh, he, by the time you were done, it was almost forty shots. If it wasn't forty shots, uh, with the way it started, I mean, there's nothing you can do on the first goal to flex by you. Uh, talk talk about the overall game, especially when that happened so early. Yeah, uh, it wasn't perfect, and you know, it's not the best way to start the game for me or the team. Um, you know, kind of, kind of, you know. A play which kind of leaves you wondering, like what happened, and 
like wh whose fault it kind of was. Could I done anything better? But you know, you can't think too much about that, and it kind of like represented how how our first you know period was. It was kind of all over the place, maybe as a team too. So you know, I, I think it was you know big showing for us in the third, and uh, you know we kind of cleaned it up. Was the second period? Did they want to slow it down? Do you think because it, it seemed like your team wasn't skating as well as they're capable? You guys skated better, I thought, in the third. Did the Flyers want to slow you guys down, and, and maybe you were playing their game for a while? Yeah, I feel probably they just you know kind of slowed it down. They don't want to start a track meet, you know, just go up and down the ice. And um, you know, I don't know if that kind of frustrated us, but in the end, you know, I think we locked down defensively. And even even though they had a lot of shots, I think defense is unreal job today boxing out and you know making blocks so um you know especially for example in the third yoki made out you know probably the biggest save of the game so um you know it wasn't pretty but win is a win what did you see on the two on oh in the third period um you know i, I kind of realized it's two on oh and they were coming down hard so um in the end it, they usually pass you know they're they're rarely the guy who who shoots it and if he wants to go try to go short side or wherever you know he can take his chances by usually to pass so you know that's that's kind of read it and you know um it worked out this time how big is it you guys knocked out the fact you hadn't had a two-game winning streak you finally got two in a row here it's huge um you know getting it kind of going this year and uh also also the fact that um we maybe haven't had the best, you know, when, when, when we haven't felt great, maybe haven't had the best third periods or, you know, kind of let those couple points get away from us. So I think it was a big game for us. This has to be huge for you. I mean, we went a couple of weeks without playing. Now you've played four games in a row. I mean, it, it, it obviously would help you get into a rhythm, doesn't it? Yeah, of course it does. And uh, every goal, you know, is that. Uh, but, you know, I mentioned it any, many times. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, best best league in the world you have to fight for your spot every day. It doesn't matter what the situation is. So, um, you know, in the end, I'm happy that we're winning as a team. And, uh, you know, hopefully it continues that way. Thank you, you. Uko Pekalukunen on the postgame. Brian, back to you. Okay, Paul, thank you. Uko Pekalukunen tonight makes 38 saves on 40 shots. And uh, Buffalo comes away with a win by a score of 5-2. to two. Our blue and gold locker reports... They were brought to you by Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. Early detection of cancer is our goal. Get in the game at roswellpark.org. This is the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Brian Colziel here with you. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. 5-2, Sabres win it. They are now 5-5 five and five on the season and will face Philadelphia again in their only home-and-home home of the of series of the entire season uh, with the Flyers here coming up Friday, 7 o'clock. Then Saturday, they are in Toronto to take on the Maple Leafs also at 7. And, of course, we'll have all those games for you right here on the Sabres radio network. But, yeah, I think Lukanen said it great, you know, that this wasn't their best. Power said it wasn't pretty. What do they say? He doesn't ask how how many. Well, yeah, they 5-2 to two at the end. Um, you know, it, it feels on the scoreboard like the Sabres were the ones that outshot the Flyers 40-15. to 15. Uh, But uh, Lukanen plays well. And uh, the Sabres figure out a way to get it done on a night where definitely they did not have their best. But this is a game that I don't think they win in previous seasons. How often do the Sabres, we feel like, man, they have to play just, you know, perfect to figure out a way to win. Or, man, they, if they make any mistakes, the other team always makes them pay. Well, not tonight. Now, partially, Philadelphia maybe doesn't have the talent that some of these other teams do that can make them pay. It seems like, you know, 
you play a perfect game against Boston, and then one blip, boom, it's in your net, and you lose, you know you're already down one nothing. Like that can happen. It's happened before uh, with the Bruins, but tonight when the Sabers did have that mistake or that turnover or let that odd man rush, Lukanen came up big with them. And you know Philadelphia also doesn't have maybe the scoring talent that some of these other top teams in the East do. So I kind of feel like it's a combination of that. And I, you know you got to give Lukanen credit too in the end here. I mean he does make forty saves. And he's playing very well. So, you know, does he play again Friday against the Flyers? I'd be tempted to. And we know Don Granado said today that the plan is to get Levi in this weekend. Um, you know, maybe you put Levi in Friday against Philadelphia, ease him back in um, with the home game, and probably against the easier team. And then you tell you know Lucan and look, rest up. You got to go. You're going to play in Toronto on Saturday and uh, face now a team that will finish off plays if you make mistakes and will make you pay, so you've got to be ready and on your game. But, I mean, look at these last two games. 60 minutes against Colorado, 60 minutes against Philadelphia, two goals total against, and both are tips and deflections that neither goal you can say, you know, oh, I really think Lukanen should have stopped that. No way. Neither one of these. So uh, he's been obviously very good here. One thing that he said last game in the postgame against Colorado that he credits the fact that he knows he's a better goalie this year because he says he's stronger. Um, he says that he's quicker, but he also said he thinks his positioning is much better. And then he says he thinks he's able to read the play better because of that. That 2-1-0, Rob Ray said it right on the broadcast, I mean, that 2-1-0 was about the least dangerous 2-1-0 with a pass that we've seen. I mean, the pass... Uh, that gets to Hathaway, who takes the shot there. I mean, Lukanen's there and, and, like, almost waiting for the shot. I mean, on a 2 on 0 for him to anticipate that so quickly and to be there in time, like, there's an example of what he said. Like, his position is better. He said he's been able to read the play better. So um, that save right there that he makes on a 2 on 0 if that goes in, it's 3-3. And we may be having a different discussion right now. Uh, but then just a few minutes later, Thompson ends up scoring on a nice play from Tuck to keep that in. It goes up to 4-2. And then he makes that great save on Konechny there with just about five minutes to go, which sets up the empty netter. So, uh, you know, complimentary hockey there in the sense that Buffalo's offense kind of had did there what maybe we've seen the Sabres do or, or have it, you know, against the Sabres in the past, a night where the other team doesn't play as well, but skilled players take advantage of mistakes. And Tuck and Thompson took advantage of it in that play Thompson, the real quick shot, you know, and we've been, you know, Paul and I had said it during both intermissions that Samuel Erson had been struggling. You've got to test him. Well, at the end of the night, Erson plays almost 50 minutes of hockey and the Sabres only put nine shots on him. The other five were on Carter Hart. Uh, and then, of course, one went into the empty net. But, I mean, nine shots on Erson and you finally, you know, you're able to get some goals there. Uh, power going to the net. He has that nice shot. Thompson, of course, with that real quick release. I mean, that that release from Thompson is still, you know, as quick as almost anybody in the National Hockey League. And uh, it ends up paying off there for the Sabres as they win this one by a 5-2 to two score. Again, Don Granado's postgame comments coming up here in just a moment. We'll take you live to Philadelphia as soon as that happens. And then we'll get Paul Hamilton's take. So stick with us here. Lots to go on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. While we wait for the coach, let's get our final stats in. They're brought to you by Level Financial Advisors, helping you retire better. Visit levelfa.com. Again, the shots in the third were 20-4 to 4 in favor of the Flyers and 40-15 to 15 
in the game. Both teams 0 for the night of the power play. The Sabres penalty kill continues to be great. Uh, Philly 0 for 3. Buffalo 0 of 2. Lukanen, 38 saves in the wind. Sam Erson takes the loss. He had 7 saves on 9 shots. All right. Don Granato's ready. More stats in a moment. Here's Paul Hamilton. Good pace and, and um, you know, it, 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 it took us a while to get back and, and obviously we got another, another game against them and um, you know, you've got to be be ready for anybody and everybody, and uh, and we, we need to be better. There's no question. It's been a while for Owen. What did it mean to see him get not just a goal, but to get the game winner tonight? Yeah, excellent. And, I, and again, we talked about it in the pregame this morning. Jordan Greenway driving to the net, uh, opened that up and, and helped create that. Nice play by Tej. And, uh, again, obviously a big one. You're tied 2-2 in the third and looking for guys to step up, and I thought all three of those guys did in that moment. How much in the second period was it maybe you guys weren't skating as well, or was it them trying to take your game away from you? Well, I think it's a combination of both. Uh, you know, I just thought they were sharper in the, in the second than we were, and, you know, again, we, we there were moments we were hanging on, and I thought Boopy was good, and, um, you know, we limited the second chances, I guess. Uh, but we, we, you know, we made some mistakes that you have to clean up against, uh, you know, anybody. You're looking for that key save. I mean, you get that 2-on-0 in the third period. I mean, just how big is that for him to pull that save out at that moment for you when, right when the team needs it? Yeah, that's that's a big one. There's no question. Uh, and you're on the road, too. So you you know, it, 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 you keep the crowd out of it when he makes that save. Um, and that's a big part of it. It's a winning streak for the first time this season. How much of a confidence boost can this be for you guys now moving forward? we got to get ready for the next one so we don't pay too much attention to that. You, you know, you're... We know we, there's there are areas we have to be better than we were tonight, and we'll focus. That's where our focus will go. We're talking this morning about the respect Brandon Byros earned in the room. What's the moment like on the bench when he scores that goal? Um, guys were very excited. Even the even you know the, the empty netter guys were excited that it was on his stick and he was scoring. So, um, they, like I mentioned earlier, they they've come to know him uh, over the last season, and um, he fits right in. Is that typical of him, the goal he scored? I mean, being at the net, I mean, if, if anybody's watched Rochester games, he doesn't mind being around the net. Very intelligent, and, and he, you know, from what I saw, I didn't see any replay on it, but just from the bench, he, he, he puck came out and he knew how you could score that goal, how he could get that puck in the net. A little bit unconventional, but creative and um, very, you know, evident of a, of a good hockey IQ. Don Granada on the post game, Brian, back to you. All right, there we go. Paul Hamilton with the Sabres head coach. You like what he said there about Brandon Byro right there? Evident of a high hockey IQ, kind of knowing where he could score uh, that goal. So, you know, I would agree. I mean, he is not afraid to go to the net, as Paul had mentioned. That's kind of what his thing was with the Amherst. But uh, for him to go to the net there and see where maybe Tage could feed him. Let's go back to Paul here. Paul, let's just follow up on that last point. Don Granato saying, you know, Byro has... What he said, that play was evident of a high hockey IQ. And I know that's something you've been talking about, but he said it like, look, I, I thought maybe Tage could get it to me there. I figured I'd go find a soft spot. Like that, that is evidence of a high hockey IQ. Well, Brian, seriously, how many times have I said to you over the years, dumb, dumb hockey players get you beat? I don't care how good they are. If they're not smart, they'll get you beat. And he is a very intelligent hockey player. To go with a very good hockey player, too. But uh, he's a very intelligent hockey player, and you saw it there. I think you saw it all game. E- even to make himself available for the empty net goal, he saw the crease. 
because I could see the whole thing coming as they're coming up ice. He makes sure he's in a lane where I believe it was Middlestack could find him and get him the puck safely without it getting picked off. Again, just a smart play by a smart player. And, uh, you know, I, I think fans will like him as, as they get to know him in Buffalo. Paul Lukanen ends up being the headliner again, as he was on Sunday against Colorado. 40 saves, including 20 in the third. Um, he said after last game, he goes, I'm a better goalie now because I'm stronger, I'm quicker. But he said maybe the biggest thing is that he said his positioning is better, which allows him to read the play better. And, I mean, that 2-on-0, he was there in plenty of time to make that big save at that moment. Yeah, and he was right. I mean, it, it wasn't even close, really. He, he was right there. And no panic by him, you know, when the first goal goes in. What are you going to do? There's nothing you can do about that. I mean, it goes off Yoki Haru sticking in. I mean, it's just what it is. But no panic. It's like, okay, yeah, they scored. We'll be fine. And, you know, as I, as I said at the end of the first period, I, I thought they played okay in the first period. I thought they were moving. I thought they were coming up ice. They were skating. They stopped skating in the second period. Whether that was the Flyers making them stop skating with the way they play, possible. But they were just taking, you know, they didn't have their game. And then the first time they skated like they did in the first period was the goal. They got up ice. Thompson's flying up ice. Two guys come with him. And next thing you know, the puck's in the net. Because power came up. They used the speed. They shot in the goaltender. has been awful this year. But they let him stand there for, what, 35 minutes and basically do nothing. And then once, once they finally got a couple of opportunities on him, they buried them. Paul, how often would this team have won a game like this in previous seasons here over the last, you know, handful? I, I feel like very few times we've seen them, you know, get out shot 40 to 15 for at least 40 minutes, get outplayed, but they win by three. I mean, and it's this is maybe a sign that they don't have to always win with their A game, which good teams do. Yeah. I don't. Second period was weird. I don't know if I'd sit here and say they got severely outplayed. I think they just weren't skating. The yep. Flyers weren't. It wasn't like the Flyers were all over them. It was just an awful period to watch. I mean, <laughs> and, but you know, you didn't sit there and say, "Oh, look, look at Lucan is standing on his head." He's making the saves when he had to, definitely. But it wasn't like it wasn't like the Flyers were all over him. I think the Flyers just wanted to slow the Sabers down, and they did. And then Buffalo got that rush on the power goal, got up ice, and then, you know, used their speed, got the goal. And, uh, you know, they were they were fine from that point forward. But uh, a couple of big saves by Lucan in uh, the 2-on-0, which you heard us talk about in there. And as Owen Power said, it doesn't matter if it's pretty or if it's not. All you got to do is get the two points. And as you said, there are many times you and I have been standing here after a game talking about, well, the opportunity was there. You got to find a way to win tonight they found a way to win yep if you have to go paul go ahead otherwise one more thought here they finally get back okay they have to get they get back to 500 now five and five for what it's worth in the standings they're one point behind the leafs for what would be a playoff spot so progress and maybe digging out of that little early hole if they continue to play like this now now they can be kind of maybe where they thought they would be in the standings well, Brian, as you know, they're the, the the Sabres and the Flyers were the only two Eastern Conference teams playing tonight. So if you get two points, you're picking up ground on everybody because they're, they're got times they're tied with. Their teams are one point behind. Their teams are two points behind. Their teams are three points behind. Now they're only one because those teams weren't playing and they were. 
So I, I thought it was a big opportunity for them to, you know, get bring themselves back up a little bit and catch up, especially when nobody else in the Eastern Conference was playing other than the Sabres and the Flyers. Paul, great stuff all day long from Philadelphia. Have a safe trip back, and we'll see these two same two teams uh, Friday in downtown Buffalo. We'll talk to okay. you then. Sounds good. Take care. Okay, great. Paul Hamilton uh, down in the dressing room area at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia where the Sabres pick up a win over the Flyers by a score of 5-2. to two. And, yes, these two teams will play Friday night, KeyBank Center, 7 o'clock. We'll have it for you right here on the Sabres Radio Network. Okay, for all of our local affiliates at this time, we're going to say goodnight to you. If you want to keep listening to the postgame, go to WGR550.com or in on, on the Odyssey app. And for all of you on our flagship here on WGR in Buffalo. More of the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show coming up. We will have highlights. We'll update you on the standings. We'll get you scores from around the league. If you'd like to join us on the phone, you can do so 803-0550. If you want to send me some tweets, do so at Brian WGR. Final from the Wells Fargo Center. Sabres 5, Flyers 2. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Played around the wall, York can't keep it in. Tate Thompson on a three-on-two, carries it across the line. Thompson drops it off, there's the shot, scores! Owen Power, let it rip! And the Sabres get back on top in Philadelphia. It's 3-2 with 16.57 remaining in the third. Now we welcome you back here to the postgame, the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Owen Power, they're scoring his first of the season. That got Buffalo going 
with a 3-2 advantage. Let's pick up the highlights there with Buffalo up 3-2. And Philadelphia on the verge of maybe tying it here. They come in on a 2-on-0. But Uko Pekalukanen comes up big. Pass cross ice by Krebs. He's going to be picked off by Lawton. He's got a 2-on-0 here. Lukanen gets over to make the stop on Hathaway. Lawton and Hathaway with a 2-on-0 that develops quickly. And it's Lukanen who comes out the winner. Big save from Lukanen on a 2-on-0. Hathaway ends up getting robbed. That's our save of the game brought to you by your Upstate Honda dealers. To see the exciting all-new Honda lineup, visit your local Upstate Honda dealers today. Remained 3-2 Buffalo. A few moments later, Alex Tuck keeping the puck in. He finds Tage Thompson, who buries it to put Buffalo up by two. Sabres hit some good slides down the ice. Thompson now with a chance. Scores! Tage Thompson dusts a little TNT on the Flyers and gives the Buffalo Sabres a 4-2 lead with 6.32 to go in the third period. Huge goal there from the Sabres. Philadelphia was putting on some pressure, but to go up two with under seven to go, a monster cushion there for Buffalo. We're going to make that our NOCO play of the game, brought to you by NOCO, the official natural gas and electric supplier to the Buffalo Sabres. 4-2 at that point. Lukanen would then make another big save on Konechny while it was 4-2. And then eventually Philadelphia pulls their goalie, and Brandon Byro takes advantage. A shot stopped by Lukanen again as Konechny stepped into the one from the slot. Now a chance for an empty netter here. Byro's got the empty net. He's got one. He's going to get two. Brandon Byro, welcome back. Two goals on the night. And the Sabres with three or eight remaining in the third period lead at 5-2. to 16-52 mark of the third. Brandon Byro's second from Middlestat and Krebs into the empty net. 5-2 Buffalo. That ends up your final. 5-2 Sabres win it to improve to 5-5 five and five on the season. Final shot totals again. Philadelphia 40, Buffalo 15. I feel like we got to say that over and over. Yes, the Sabres won a game being outshot by 25 shots. Uh, the three stars, let's get to those now. Uh, Cam Atkinson, he had a goal for the Flyers, star number three. Owen Power, he ends up having the game winner. He's star number two. And Uko Pekalukanen. He had 38 saves. He's star number one, and we'll make UPL tonight the electric player of the game. Brought to you by Town Ford. When you think of Ford, think of Town Ford. The attendance at Wells Fargo Center was 17,279, and the Sabres will next play Friday against the same Flyers. We'll have it for you right here. 7 o'clock, pregame at 6, right here on our flagship station, WGR. Okay, 8030550 is the number. We're going to grab a couple calls here. Let's go to Ryan up first here on the post game. Hi, Ryan. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to mention how good UPL played tonight and how the team helped him out. Yeah, I think it was a combination of both. Um, thanks. I appreciate that. I think, you know, he definitely did play well. No doubt about it. That's now two straight games where, if you look at it again, the goals against, both of them were tips. Today, obviously, he didn't let in any against a very, very good uh, Colorado team. And to not let that first goal kind of set the tone, he even said, he's like, look, what are you going to do? He's like, you know, you wonder, like, whose fault was it? Could I have been in a better spot? But he's like, I got to shake it off and get back going there. I mean, that's a sign of maturity right there, too. I mean, I'm sitting there watching this goal go in 55 seconds into the game. That's obviously, a, you know, a bad break. And you're, I'm sitting there saying, oh, geez, are they going to be able to recover from this? Like, you know, I'm just sitting there. I'm sitting here watching this game, having that thought. You know, what are the players that are on the ice thinking? 
And for them to shake that off, you know, that's the sign of maturity. Like, look, we got 59 minutes left here. We can recover. And 3.38 into the game here, so just, you know, two minutes and a half, two and a half minutes later, they get a great rush from the middle stat line, who's been amazing this year for the Sabres. And Paterka and Skinner, who've been, I think, three of the Sabres' best forwards, come through with a great play, and they end up winning, or they end up getting a goal there. So 1-1 uh, is the score there, and, you know, obviously the Sabres take the lead and never at least trail the rest of the way. And you wonder, you know, Carter Hart got injured at the 10-minute mark of the first period. Uh, was that a break for the Sabres? Samuel Erson has been struggling. Uh, he did let in, you know, some goals in the third, and maybe you'd say, who knows if Carter Hart is playing do those go in? Do they not? You know, I'd like to credit the Sabres for two good shots. That was a nice shot from Power, a nice shot from Thompson. But that injury definitely plays into it. So we'll make that the injury report brought to you by Losey and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. As far as injuries to the Sabres go, Zach Benson, of course, right now is injured and was amongst the scratches tonight. Uh, so that's why we saw Brandon Byro. It's going to be tough to take Byro out of the lineup. Olofsson, by the way, another scratch. Olofsson, uh, yeah, he's going to be sitting there watching Brandon Byro saying, did I just get passed by him now? I think so. And here's why. Don Granato has been preaching, we need players that are going to go to the net. We need players that are going to go to the net. Well, Byro basically you know, made a fortune off of it in the AHL, and now he's up in the NHL because of it. And when Don Granato says you're a high IQ player, and you're intelligent, and he gets along great with these other guys. Like That's the kind of player Don Granato likes. Intelligent guys willing to go to the net. I mean, that feels like the, the resume builder that Kevin Adams and Don Granato were trying to build uh, with these players. And, you know, Byro clearly scoring twice tonight uh, did a good job of that. 803-0550 if you want to chime in here on the postgame. Uh, our first caller, it was our ServPro first response from the fans. ServPro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy responds first and faster to any size disaster. You can always, of course, if you don't want to call, you can always send me your thoughts on Twitter uh, at Brian WGR. We'll, uh, we'll, read, we'll read a couple of uh, tweets in here. First, Kyle says, does Byro stay? Is there any chance the Sabres can move Olofsson earlier this se- early this season? I think Byro does stay as long as he keeps playing with that same mentality, Kyle. Um, I think Olafson's going to have to find himself another way to get back in. Now, Byro doesn't have a spot locked, but if he keeps playing like this with this mentality of getting to the net, uh, I think that he would play over Olafson for sure. We know Olafson doesn't do as much in terms of the complete game that maybe Byro can do. So uh, I think for the most part there... Um, Olofsson right now is on the outside looking in. And remember, at some point, Jack Quinn's going to come back, December-ish. And at some point, there's Matt Savoy lurking. That's probably it's going to be before Jack Quinn. So, I mean, I think Olofsson's in a tough spot right now, for sure, uh, trying to get themselves, uh, trying to get himself back in, into uh, the lineup here. Uh, let's go at Rock the Red tweets and says, UPL has been unreal. I think the whole situation with them forcing and picking Levi over him has really motivated him to step up. I'm sure there's some internal motivation. The Sabres went out and made that trade for Levi, knowing that Lukanen was a part of their system. And, you know, they gave Levi the, you know, they gave him the keys last year in those final weeks when it was essentially like elimination games down the stretch. 
And uh, I think, uh, you know, they kept going back for him, back for him, back for him. And, you know, Levi played great and deserved to go in. And Lukanen last year wasn't that good in terms of, you know, deservingly to be in the net. He said he's improved. He said he did work. He said he did strength and conditioning. He said he tried to get himself quicker. He's talked about his positioning work being better. So, you know, kudos to him if he realized, hey, these are the things I got to work on to get better. Now he's taking advantage of his spot in the net. And Eric Comrie's not going to be available for weeks. So I think, you know, this is a time now where if Lucanen says, look, don't forget about me. Well, this is the right time to do it for sure. All right. We will. Let's get one more here. Nate tweets in, says, ugly win. Score doesn't show everything. 14 shots in three periods won't happen often. Going to be need to be better to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think you can't get, you can't get away with doing this uh, all the time. But you're playing a team like Philly, maybe not a ton of talent, uh, comparably to somebody like Toronto or Boston or Carolina or New Jersey, uh, maybe you can get away with it from time to time. You don't have to. You can't win like this all the time. But if you can win like this every so often, well, that adds up over the course uh, of the season. Uh, another tweet in here at the odd pile says, talking about uh, Brandon Byro here, says he should take a Poso spot once Quinn returns if they're serious about making the playoffs. But of course, you can't scratch the captain. Well, that is true. However, as the year goes on, the Sabres can have Oposo not play, you know, and argue that it's a veteran rest sort of thing when there is back-to-back games or things like that, you know, come February, come March, come April. There's ways to spin it if you want to that doesn't essentially maybe put down Kyle Oposo publicly. So, but, you know, I don't know. If, I don't think we're at that spot right yet. Thanks for the tweets. You can always send them at Brian WGR. Okay, we'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll get our hit of the game, and then uh, we'll check the scores from the rest of the NHL. We'll update you on the standings. After the win tonight, where does Buffalo sit? In the Atlantic and in the East. We'll have that for you when we return on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. 5-2, Sabres win it over the Flyers. I'm Brian Coldiel. Thanks for listening. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bryson down below the goal line here, and Delorier seeing the open lane on the right side makes his way up. Tuck tracks back against Delorier and gives him a good bump to the ice. Alex Tuck there with our Clinton Collision hit of the game. Clinton Collision, we are there when you need a repair. Back here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show, Brian Colzio with you. 5-2 Buffalo over Philadelphia. The Sabres improved to 5-5. Five and five. We will let you know where they sit in the standings after this win here in just one moment. But first, let's see what's going on in the rest of the NHL. Our scores brought to you by Alex's Place in Batavia. Oh, man, now I want some ribs. All right, let's go to the rest of the league. There is still right now just a couple of games going on. There's only three others tonight. Uh, in Calgary, they're through two periods. The Stars have a 4-2 lead on the Flames. Late stages of the first period in Denver, the Avalanche have a 2-0 lead on the Blues. And they are eight minutes into the game in Anaheim. The Ducks lead the Coyotes by a score of 1-0. World Series Game 5. If you are looking for something to watch or listen to after the postgame here in a few minutes, turn on Fox. The Rangers are on the cusp of winning their first ever World Series. They lead the Diamondbacks 1 to nothing in the top of the 8th inning. They lead the series 3 games to 1. So they are uh, 6 outs away from actually 5 outs away. They've got an out here on the top of the 8th. So they're 5 outs away from uh, getting their first ever World Series. So that's uh, going on right now in the 8th. Texas leading Arizona 1-0. All right, so there's your scores. What does that mean for the standings with Buffalo winning? Well, in the Atlantic right now, Boston 70 points, Detroit 13, Montreal 12. They're the top three that would be the automatic spots. And the wild cards, you've got Tampa and Toronto with 11. And then guess who's next? Buffalo with 10. So they are uh, one point out of what would be a playoff spot overall in the East. Now, the Sabres have played more games than uh, quite a few of t- teams in the East. One more than Boston, one more than Montreal, one more than Tampa, one more than the Maple Leafs, two more than the Islanders, who they're tied with, and two more than Florida, who's one behind. So uh, they have played more games. But 5-5, five and five, considering where it was a uh, about a week or so ago, a little bit better. They've won two straight their first win streak of the season, and they'll try to make it three in a row coming up on Friday. Uh, that's our next broadcast. Sabres and Flyers, 7 o'clock Friday night. We'll have the pregame coming up at 6 uh, right here along the Buffalo Sabres radio network. And with that, we're going to say goodnight to everybody. Thanks for listening to our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. I want to thank our crew, Evan Pasquale, our Sabres network producer tonight. Tom Maddie, of course, as always, our great engineer, pregame show host, Chopin the Bulldog, Kyle Powell on our social media and game story. Check it out, WGR550.com. Our reporter, Paul Hamilton. 
And for our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. I'm Brian Colziel. Again, the final from Philly. It was the Sabres 5 and the Flyers 2. Thank you for listening. We'll talk again on Friday night with the Sabres and the Flyers again, this time from downtown Buffalo, right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.